Alrighty, can you hear me? I can hear you. This sounds so much better with my headset on. Okay. <laughs> I've got to get my uh, my podcast voice going. Testing, testing, one, two. Barry White voice activated. Are you ready? <laughs> yes, honey. All right. Well, hello and welcome once again back to the next episode or installment of that podcast. I am your host, Barnegadite, and joining me. The Etiquette Lady. And today, we are going to be going over some introduction topics on learning how to communicate. Um, you know, in these years that we've been together, I would say that we've learned a lot. How about you? What would you, what would you say about this? Baby, I'll tell you what. The, the 10 years ago? 10 years ago, communicating with you was like wanting to bang my head up against the brick wall. But now... Yeah, I'll, I'll agree. Our communication was some shit. But, uh, but, but now it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful because we have learned each other. We've learned how to communicate with one another effectively. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So in learning how to communicate with one another effectively, we have uh, dubbed this term called the brown cake method. Wait, so, but before wait before you talk about the brown cake method, before we talk about the solution, we got to give the people the negative the negative side of communication. Like when you first get married or when you first get with somebody, you know, communicating with that person in a way where they understand you and you understand them is like it's like what are you what are you saying? I don't understand where you're coming from. I know for us, right. For us it was like I am a firm believer in men are from Mars and women are from Venus <laughs> because the way that you all speak as men is very straightforward. It's straightforward, but sometimes you, like you, you, my love, you speak in code. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, see, I don't like how you just had to say the word you three times in a row. You know what they say <laughs> when women say something three times in a row? It, it ain't what they mean. See, uh, <laughs> that's all right. We're going to get into it. Okay, so. Um, I guess I'll let you start because communication, I'm a man of few words and many actions and you yeah. are a woman of many words and not as many actions. Oh, okay. 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 I see how you kind of <laughs> jack that up there, but that's okay. That's okay. Nah, I mean, I, I don't want to say you're a woman of many words and no actions because then I wouldn't be with you because based on the love language, I'm all about actions. And, you know, so, but we're going to, that's for another topic. So, all right. <laughs> So let's 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 start out with some uh, some issues we had in talking to each other. What are some issues that you had in talking to me? Well, I will say this. I will say this. I think when it came to talking to you, like say for example, if I had a problem, if I had an issue with you, and I'm communicating to, because listen, my background is I grew up knowing how to effectively articulate how I was feeling, and my husband didn't. So whenever we would communicate, like, you got to keep in mind, we were 17 when we got together. So there's still some immaturity going on there. You still ain't quite into adulthood yet. You ain't paid your bills. Your balls ain't dropped. You, you, you get what I'm saying. So <laughs> when we got together officially, I might, I might add for okay, the, uh, okay. those listening officially. Technically, we're 15. We were not 15, honey. We were 17 when we got together. I'm getting old, people. My mind gets see now. Forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy. All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, so 
for example, if I had a problem with you and I said, listen, I didn't appreciate A, B, and C, or if we got mad with one another, you would give me the silent treatment. You wouldn't talk, you wouldn't talk to me for days. And I would talk, I would tell you straight up, listen, what's the issue that you have with me? Like, I have to help me to help you. I need to, we need to be able to sit here and resolve this. And you would just not talk to me. Or you would speak in code, like you would mention something. And weeks later, you wouldn't mention it again. But you'd get mad that I wouldn't listen to or remember what you talked about weeks prior. Like, <laughs> like you should know, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, bruh, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get into this, then, I feel the need to provide a little backstory on myself. So yeah, yeah. people listening can understand why I... Uh, communicated the way I did. So I'm going to keep this real short and to the point. Basically, I grew up in a two-parent home and there was a lot of arguing, a lot of fussing and fighting. It was, it was very uh, useless parenting. And because of that, I learned to basically shut off emotions and connections and ba- it's like if it's an issue, I wasn't used to issues getting resolved, so you just shut it out. You just, just flip that switch off and you know it is what it is not gonna do it it's like well i tried to face it problem got worse solution is nowhere in sight and uh crash and burn is inevitable i'm out (laughs) so because of that i grew up with no connections to people very emotionless and everything until i met you and it became a point where if i had an issue with someone i just cut that person off straight up just Oh, you uh, you you ain't down for getting chocolate milk at lunch, and you, you can't explain to me why you don't like chocolate milk. Well, I don't need you in my life no more. Goodbye. And when it came to you, I couldn't do that, so I was like, <laughs> "All right, bet." Uh, she ain't trying to go canoeing. I'm going canoeing. Fuck it. And that's and that was... two weeks later. It's like, so uh, you trying to go canoeing? Anyway, so yeah, yeah. That, no, that's, babe, that's I love the, the intro for me with that. I love um, the fact that you ahead. mentioned that because the root I want to say, and ladies, listen, when you a sister and you don't want to do what your man wants to do, sometimes we can get real blunt about what we don't like or what we don't want or what we're not gonna do. And I was like that. I would be like, "We doing what? No, we ain't." Let's <laughs> be real now. You used to look at me and be like, "Nigga, no." I would not tell you, nigga, first of all. I would not do yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't verbal. See, that's why we going into communication. Exactly. Right? Exactly. you used to wear your facial expressions out in broad daylight for everybody to see. Look, for y'all, you got to know here. I married a woman that, uh, let's say, for instance, you walked past her and you was musty. <laughs> the average person would turn away, grab a fresh breath of air, and and then talk, or they would just walk away. No, not my wife. You'd walk past Musty. She'd look at you with the stank face straight, and so you know she'd look at you and be like, damn, nigga, you stink. <laughs> All right, that's who I married. I was not so, that right. Ra- I was not ratchet. You're painting a picture that I was ratchet. You won't ratchet, but you sure enough had that look on your face. Be around someone you ain't like. Your face was all kinds of contortioned up. You just, mm. <laughs> Can't stand this mm. Well, I'll say this. Listen, I didn't have very good control over my emotions back then. And I had to learn 
I had to learn how to have that key right there. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. I had to learn how to have control over my emotions. And, you know, part of the problem, part of the underlying problem that I had to realize was the reason why my husband didn't want to listen to me. And back then you were my boyfriend. The reason why you didn't want to listen to me was because I wasn't considering your feelings. I, my background, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but my background was that I grew up a manipulator. I was a manipulator and I didn't care if I wanted something done or if I didn't want something done, I would manipulate a situation until I, it it played out in my favor. I didn't care about, you know, uh, if it if it was done to your peril. I didn't care if it was at oh, your convenience or not. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that. That's another one. The story of us. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So that so with that kind of mentality where I'm like, I don't feel like going snowboarding. Therefore, I'm not going to go snowboarding. I did not put my husband's feelings into consideration because I had to learn over the years that you you prefer to spend time. You prefer to spend quality time, no matter what that means, whether we're going to the movies or whether we're going. Of course, for you, it means more of spending quality time doing new things, going outside, you know, going canoeing, going hiking, going fishing, doing this, doing that. And those were things as a black woman. I won't fit to be down with. I just wasn't down with that. <laughs> I was like, "We doing what? No, nigga, I ain't doing that." Mm-mm. So I guess, oh, it, it, no, nigga, out, I ain't people, doing that. <laughs> but no, nigga, that's not happening. Comes out. So I guess what you would say is that an issue I had to learn was a cultural shock because mm-hmm. growing up native, you do a lot of outdoor things, and I did not marry a native. No, no, no I married a sister. Sisters. Don't go outside. <laughs> we don't like getting humid. We don't like messing up our hair. We don't like being stinky. We don't like. They being don't like sticky. fun things. Their fun things. Listen, is Netflix you, and chill. You and can do plenty. Fun things is Netflix in the back of a pickup truck, drinking some moonshine. I'm just saying. I hear you. Right, I'm just saying. All right. So, so some issues I had was that you know, like I mentioned. um, I had emotions and communication cut off for a long time. And that led to me not knowing how to communicate with someone. Basically, it was I was straightforward and blunt with it. And it's like, well, okay, well, this is what I'm doing. Are you down for it or not? Because I also grew up the only child, even though I'm the youngest of six. Um, So I wasn't used to actually relying on someone else for fun. I wanted to have fun with other people. But if you want down for it, yeah, cool. And uh, that was an issue I had was learning how to try and involve someone else in my shenanigans without being taught that. Because I was not taught how to date or how to deal with women. It was um, it was a learning experience for me, for, for everything. So very interesting. Very interesting. So in the time that we spent together, how would you say, how did you learn how to uh, get your point across to me? Oh, gosh. I would say over the years, what I had to learn, because this is a manipulation one-on-one, when you stroke the other person's ego, <laughs> when you stroke the other person's ego, their ear will open to you. So so the way I had to learn how to listen to my, or get my husband to listen to me was two things. One, because I'm all about positivity. I love, 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 love positivity. So I would always talk 
to my husband. I would speak to my husband's potential. That's one. And that's a, a subject for a completely different podcast because that's a very powerful thing. But in speaking to your husband's potential, what you do is you stroke the ego a little bit by kind of sort of using what's known as we language. So listen, I understand that this is going on, but we can work through this. We can do A, B, and C. We can get through this. We can, you know, accomplish this particular goal together, right? We, right. our, us, you know, that that's that was the that was the we language that um, that I would use. And so, I think one thing with you, one thing with you, baby, is that you wanted my word, my actions to back up my words, and so it wasn't enough over the years for me to just tell you I was sorry or tell you I was working on something or tell you you know, that I'm genuinely trying to do something. You wanted to see some action being put behind it. And you didn't give a damn about the words after a while until you saw the action and the action had to be consistent. So what I had to do was I had to really think to myself, okay, this guy, he's super sweet. He takes me to new places. He wants to do new things with me. He truly enjoys my company. You know, he's very, you know, my family loves him. I love him. He's a all around great guy, you know, so, and I want him to be happy. I want to make sure that he's happy and not just when we knocking boots, you know? <laughs> so, right. so I said, okay, well, let me try to learn how to enjoy the things that he likes, even though I really could care less about it. I'm going to, I'm going to fully convince myself that these things put a smile on my face because they put a smile on his face. So I did them with him, not because. I wanted to do it, but because I wanted him to be happy and him being happy means that I was enjoying doing what he wanted to do with him. Cause straight up ladies, listen, my husband, he would go to the movies. He would do anything I asked him to do. He wouldn't complain about it. He would just do it. Right. And so over the years I had to really observe and say, okay, anything I asked him to do, any kind of activities that I want to do that he may not feel like doing, He'll do it and he won't complain about it. So let me try that. Let me go ahead and do that and not huff and puff and all that stuff. Cause I used blow to do the that. activity down. You're going to blow yeah. the activity down. I, 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 got to a, do I got a good story for that too. I got mm -hmm. a good story for that. Mm -hmm. So uh, there was one time I remember it was, uh, I tried to get you to go camping with me. And the first time, epic fail. Epic fail. I, I grew up like camping for me is I grab a book bag, throw in a tarp and a hammock and I go on out there and do my thing. And I was like, well, clearly, I'm not going to get this girl to do that. So what I did, I went and brought this $200 tent, instant <laughs> pop-up tent. And I took my full-size memory foam mattress out of my room, put it in the back of my truck with a full bedspread right, to make her comfortable. So it's not like I, I don't want you to think, get the wrong idea that I would be like, hey, let's go camping. And uh, by the way, you're going to be sleeping on these rocks beside me. But I enjoy that. No, no, no. I would try and get her to do things, but I would make sure she was very comfortable. In doing he really did it, baby. Listen, that very first camping trip, you made it. He made it romantic. You made it very romantic. Mm -hmm. You brought out the tent. You had the mattress, the bed spread. Right. You was right Actual beside. You was right beside a lake. It was so romantic. I was like, it was. Whoa. It was a. It was a whopping seventy-two degrees, nice and cool. It wasn't humid. There was no reason not to go. 
It was and great. she was initially she was still like with her uh, me language being a manipulator. You got to realize when you are a manipulator and you use me language, me language is really I see what you're saying, but we could also do my activities. So she she would hit me with the yeah, babe. You know, I know you're really good at it and all, but we could and we could really enjoy that, and we could really enjoy this new movie that came out at this spot that I've been looking at for dinner in a while. And I would be like, really? <laughs> I don't feel like arguing because I got hormones to get rid of. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so this time I hit her with the okie doke about yeah we going to the movies and so on and so on so you want to dress like this because it's a little chilly and I passed by the movie theater she all where we going oh it's this other one I found it's a better movie theater it's like an hour away oh, okay she fall asleep wake up and we at this lake with everything set up she's like where's the movie at I was like oh yeah no no we going camping uh, you mixing up two different stories but that's okay <laughs> you know, we going camping what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she got out all angry facing originally, originally, and then caught herself. And uh, she peeked in the tent, all skeptical. I, I saw that skeptic look on your face, like, what's that you got me doing that? Yeah, and then she saw my actual mattress. My, my, uh, for y'all that don't know, a memory foam mattress is heavy as hell. Okay. <laughs> It ain't something you just gonna pick up and throw on your back and walk out with. Like they, they weigh a solid brick, like a solid hundred, hundred ten pounds. <laughs> and I'm just chucking this thing in the tent like it's all right. Anyway, <laughs> see, so yeah, that was me getting my point across. Was uh, it was interesting that one. So I, I made like this nice, this nice steak dinner. I grilled steaks on mm-hmm. fire. Um. That almost was an epic fail because I forgot plates and forks and. Uh, that was the best steak I ever had in my life. It was right, but it was you know, because I'm really adept at cooking. In nature, you know, I grilled it on the on the fire directly on the coals and salt and peppered it, and really <laughs> nice, really nice, really nice. And that kind of let her know, like, oh, some of these things actually can be fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, my issue was that. I was the person that you uh, you give me an inch and I'm going to shoot for a mile. Oh, so, you're still that kind of person, but now that I know all your tricks, it doesn't bother right, me. Right, right. But the thing is, like, <laughs> at the time, me shooting for a mile in my book was like, okay, this is an inch from there. We're, we're going to go like like a foot. And you was like, that's like an entire state away. That's that's not happening. So I, I remember we were from that to uh to snowboarding the snowboarding incident you remember that what it, at um at, Mary, at your college when i came up oh yeah oh gosh do we have to talk about that <laughs> hey part of getting my point across so, i hear you i hear this, you. this was a, a pivotal moment in our relationship where I, he says it's pivotal i don't think it's pivotal but hey it, i got my point across in my blunt absolute manner and you know it works because we're still together and now we do things so <laughs> Basically, we used to live in Stanton, Virginia. Very, very nice, very boring, small town. Mountain. It's a mountainous area, very gorgeous. And I remember I used to have the OJ truck. Nice 88 Ford Bronco, lift kit, all that stuff. And they had a snowstorm. They was looking at getting two, three feet. So I'm like, you know what? This is the perfect time. Baby's going to be out of school. I'm out of work. I'm going to drive up there and see her. 
and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take her snowboarder or like sling it, you know, like go sledding through the snow because that's that's fun. You know, it should be nice and everything. It's gonna be romantic and all. To me, it wasn't nice fun. Looking. That was the right. farthest thing from fun. <laughs> right, but in my fashion of making sure she's comfortable, I spend a solid two hundred dollars on stuff just to make her comfortable. I'm talking. I brought a very very well insulated snowsuit. Very well insulated snow boots, sprayed everything down so it was waterproof. Got her a snowboard, a sled, like all the whole, all the works, the works. Got a coffee kit to take and make hot chocolate and coffee right there for premium grade hot chocolate. Coffee. Like, just <laughs> went all out, right? But here's the then thing, I, baby. Then Wait, I proceeded to dry. Wait, before you continue, before you continue, because the, the, you had to understand, you did not mention all of those things and the fact that you didn't mention all of those things really speaks about a high level of humility that you have you know because you didn't say man I bought all this equipment and I sprayed all this down and I hooked this up all he like when he got there all oh, I saw we, we get into it we get into it okay I'm sorry hold on hold on right all right. right so at the time I was living what an hour and a half away yes right but the road for me to get there, it's already a dangerous road by itself. Like, it's, um, it's a mountain pass. It's a lot of S-curves up and down. Very, very steep mm-hmm. road. Dangerous road for good conditions. I proceed to drive through a blizzard-like snowstorm. Two and a half hours to come see her. An hour and a half. No, it, won't, it was an hour and a half. But it took me about two and a half hours because of the snow. Okay. I'm talking like, I can't see... Yeah, you know, six, seven car lengths in front of me. So I, I'm doing all this stuff. I didn't tell her I was coming. I don't remember if I told you I was coming up. Anyway, you did. I was expecting to see you. I wasn't expecting to go snowboarding, but I was expecting right. to see you. So she knew I was coming through the snowstorm, like fighting the elements, as, as I say. <laughs> oh. I'm out here fighting the elements, cold, dragging all this stuff, walking, no, no shoes on. Right? <laughs> I show up, and all these people are out there having fun in the snow. I was like, oh, perfect peer pressure like even so it's a pri- primarily white college but even black girls was out there having fun they they had their little cardboard boxes you know trying to make the best of their little oversized tupperware tops mm-hmm. and i was like you know what we about to come out here and we gonna shit on everybody i'm about to show up she's gonna have all this stuff be all warm and dry fresh hot chocolate at her whim beck and call <laughs> ain't nobody gonna know right I show up, and the, uh, <laughs> so funny. So I'm like, yeah, babe, you know, let's go out and have fun. Boom, big-ass argument. And I just won't have it. It was it was entirely too much, and I just won't have it. But, so before I get to what I said. I didn't have, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't have an argument. I was just like, babe, come on, let's stay inside. Let's do <laughs> Let's stay inside. We can do it. Right. Here, I got see? movies we can watch. Yeah, we got brother. the dorm room to ourselves. We can cuddle. All this good stuff. Right. All the good stuff, right? And I'm like, no, I want to take you outside and enjoy this wonderful weather that God has blessed you with at this $30,000 a year college. Like, <laughs> I, want to, I want to do something with you outside. And I'm trying to like convince her into going, and it turned into an argument. And then we uh, we sitting there pouting and looking at each other, saying stuff that we uh, absolutely meant that was low blows. I didn't. I don't believe in low blows. I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell y'all something. 
My husband. Hey, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Listen, wait, he'll throw a low I, blow I don't do low blows. I don't do low blows. You do low I blows. Believe, all I the believe. I believe in shock and awe. That's a low blow. So no, no. See, a low blow is something personal. That's a low blow would be like, yeah. See, we having problems because your mama ain't shit. So therefore, you ain't shit. That no, nah, that that won't me. <laughs> oh yeah, I it is. Go that far. Oh yeah, it is. I would uh, I would say something so ridiculous in the middle of an argument that you would have to think about what I said. And then I would proceed with my logical conversation. Take care. So for this, you know, y'all gonna y'all gonna hear it for yourself. Just go ahead, baby. You, you for this hear it for one, we had this argument about going outside, and this was like the last straw for me. I had dealt with it at this point. We had been together what two and a half, going on three years. Two and a half, two and about, two, about two, about yeah. two. So I, at this point, I'm like, okay, you should know that I, I want to do no, some stuff outside, no, right? That's I don't what I'm think thinking. It was the two, I don't think it was two years. It was still my freshman year of college. That's when we had all that snow. It was my freshman year of college. So we weren't even well, together two years right, I'm, yet. I'm saying, I'll say this. It was long enough for you to know. My husband liked doing some outdoor type activities. Mm-hmm. And, or at the time, my boyfriend. And mm-hmm. he wants me to do them with him. We had been through an through this dance enough to know like no 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 we hadn't we hadn't i feel like we had i feel like we had and because i felt that way Mm -hmm. my uh shock and awe comment after she basically stonewalled me into not going outside i was like you know what you keep on with this and i'm gonna leave your ass for a white girl I was like, they would love to have a nice colored brother like me. Hashtag low blow. <laughs> I can light. I'm light skinned, so I can get in with the family. You know, white people love me. They would tear this up, man. Please. He didn't I like say doing all outdoor that. activities. They like doing outdoor activities. Like that was mm-hmm. my that was my side of the argument. Mm-hmm. And after I say that, I don't even give her time to come up with a comeback. I walk out, and I proceed to put on all my snow gear. And I'm snowboarding out there by myself with all these white girls around. And I put on the biggest jackass show that I could think of, knowing that that is not – that first of all, that would not happen for me because I'm down for the chocolate swirl. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I didn't think she me. knew that at the time. So while she is in her dorm room let me tell looking you. salty I wasn't, the window at me. Baby, baby, baby. I wasn't in the dorm room. I was sitting in the Bronco. Because I didn't want to come outside. Um, and when you told me that, it pissed me off. But I wasn't I wasn't jealous, if that makes sense. I pit, that pissed me off that you would you would have the audacity to say something like that. Hey, but, it worked. It in the long run, it worked. How so? Because now if I'm like, let's go tubing or snowboarding, you're like, okay, babe, and we go. <laughs> like, it worked. I think- I say that because I had to realize that in order for us to stay happy and in order for, for, well, essentially for me to make you happy and to, for it to mean a lot to you, I got to do what you want to do and be happy about it. Cause I wasn't happy about it. And that was very selfish of me. So I had to fix that, but it wasn't because of that white girl comment. I think you genuinely believe it was because of the white girl comment. Oh, absolutely. It cause absolutely. Of the cause it, hey, all I'm saying is, I said my piece. I walked out like a boss, and 
I went out there and I'm snowboarding and all that, making friends with all these women, all these other girls out there. Hey, how you doing? Oh yeah, I'm good. Oh, I see you do. You got this kind of snowboard. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've been snowboarding for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, cool. Can you show me something? Yeah, I ain't see none of that. She looking salty. I'm like, yeah. Listen, I ain't see none of that. I didn't yeah. pay attention to none of that. I was like, this MF got me out here in the damn snow. <laughs> I ain't, I could have been inside warm by the fire right now. Like this is some baby back BS. Right. <laughs> so that was that was my point that day. But ever since then, mm-hmm. me getting my point across, I, I've been. I would say that I've gotten uh, less mean, but I'm still as blunt. It's like, look, this here is what I want to do, and uh, I've got A, B, and C set up for you. And, yeah. yeah. He does. He hooks it up. He hooks it up. So I ain't even gonna complain because not a lot of men, not a lot of men do do that for their women. You know, right? They right. want to go out. They want to do something. Either they want to be real boring with it, or you know, they're not gonna hook it up and be considerate. Because at, at the end of the day, you were still very considerate. So I was like, you know what? Let me stop being selfish right. and go ahead and 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 adjust the situation so that he feels as though. Um, his time is valued, you know, he feels as though his efforts are worth it, you know. So, when your man, if your man is worth it, ladies, put in some real effort, some consistent effort to make your husband, to make your man happy, to make your husband happy, you know. And if that means doing little things for him on a regular basis, because I spoil you rotten, baby. You know, you know, I spoil you rotten. Oh, we'll I, talk I, about I, that no, later. I, I don't say you do. Well, let, well, hold on, let me, I want to touch on that point. You're saying, you know, put in the effort. Don't, don't put in that subtle effort. It goes unnoticed, like, oh yeah. So you know, I know you like new and new things. So I got my nails done in uh, a new color. <sighs> or you know, for the brothers, if y'all going through this, don't be like, yeah. So I know you like doing new things. So um, uh, I put I put gas in the car. Yeah, yeah. That's that's new. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you're a broke nigga and you you finally got a job and you like your first check, you want to put gas in their car, and she realized that's what because we went through that too. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, we but you know, mm-hmm. for instance, like cleaning out her car can be something different. Or you can actually, if she likes going out to these nice restaurants and all that, and you like sitting at home eating a cheeseburger, then you can uh, pop up with a nice restaurant reservation and have the meal already picked out. You know, like. Um, yeah, so like, I did. Like, you can do that, something like that. Like, don't don't be subtle with it and expect them to notice. Like, be like, hey, I found this Groupon, you know, this Groupon for um a two day vacation at this Swedish spa. Let's go. It's already paid for. Oh, for real? You trying? Okay. It really does go a long way. It shows that you're. It shows that you're being considerate. It it shows that you're being selfless. You know, and that you're thinking about your spouse before you before what you want out of the relationship or what you want out of this particular situation so um fast forward to because that that was just barely scratching the surface of some of the communication problems that we had because we were young and we didn't quite know how to deal with one another when it came to that communication front and we had to mature a little bit you know so fast forward to our third year together our third year and Usually this is the general consensus with couples who have been together for three years. Usually that three-year mark, you're looking at your man or you're looking at your woman like, okay, are we getting married or why the hell are we doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on at this point? Right, right. It's time to take it up a notch. 
it's time to kick it up a notch. So am I, is this person's, is, is this person's BS worth me dealing with for the rest of my life in marriage? Or if it's not like, why am I doing this? Why are we still doing this? Why are we still here? You know, so when in the dating game in the world, that's what happens. So that's where we were. And, and of course I was still in college. You were still in college. We were figuring out a lot of things in terms of our professional lives. But at the end of the day, we were having so many arguments over small stuff. And it got to the point where it was just like, is this crap really worth it? Like, is, is all this argue like, why are we arguing? What is the root cause of uh, the reason why we can't be in the same room together for more than 20 minutes without blowing up at each other? You know, I I think our relationship relationship at that time was the epitome of hashtag petty. It was petty. It was, there was a lot of petty crap that we, that we did back and forth or that we talked to each other about back and forth that really wasn't even worth arguing over. It was just emotions were high. I'm going to be completely honest. I think I, I was just mean for no reason sometimes, you know, you know, and, and uh, when you go through that and when you, when you don't admit to yourself that, okay, I am the cause of some of these issues that we're having. Let's sit down and let's talk about this. Let's talk about why this is going on. Let's talk about why we're having all these arguments. Because I don't want to argue with you. It's like the only thing that we could really do was have sex. If we weren't having sex, we was arguing. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. It was great. It's a gift. <laughs> bam, you bam. Know. Thank you, ma'am. I'm tired of seeing you. I'll see you next week. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So... And especially because we didn't see each other as often as we would like to live, you know, living an hour and a half away from each other. We saw each other when we could. I think it was maybe once a month, once, once every several, like five to six weeks. It was, it was very. No, no, it was, it was, it was still once every other week. I still I made sure that. to keep it like that because I already knew like I couldn't do the long distance or semi long. Well, an hour apart isn't really long distance if you can drive. I was working specific. Well, I was working a lot of hours because I was, I had just graduated and had had gotten a job in the criminal justice field, and I was working stupid hours, not making no money. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I was easily pulling in fifty, sixty hours a week, Mm -hmm. and uh, it took its toll on me. It was a lot of stress that I was dealing with at work. I'm not gonna, even though I love my job, it was it was a lot to deal with, and I think part of that probably trickled into our relationship as much as I tried for it not to be. Mm. But um I remember that's that's when you we you finally got that apartment. And No, no, no. That was my jun that was my sophomore and junior year of college. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll fast we'll mm-hmm. fast forward to that cuz that that actually wrap goes into our next topic, but Yeah, so the, the so the solution to our yeah. uh communication issues. Right. It has a pre term and a nasty term, but basically it's like there. So it starts out with a story, and I'll, I'll let you tell this story so you can uh, give, they can get you your side of it. Okay. So the concept is known as the brown cake or chocolate cake method. Okay. So I remember we were sitting down, and this is not, this is nothing to do with apple pie. So I hope you're not getting me confused. But <laughs> <laughs> so we were, we were um, sitting on his bed one day and we were really hashing out what the root of our communication problems and I think what I was explaining I said it's just like you oh, know man, we both, apple pie story. it's not the apple pie story baby it's not we'll we'll talk about the apple pie story later but 
this this is the brown cake chocolate cake method so essentially the the idea behind that is you make you and your spouse you and your man you and your, you and your husband you and your wife whatever make a chocolate cake or y'all make a brown cake and you sit the cake on the stove both of you guys are looking at the cake and your husband goes man this cake is brown and when he says the cake is brown he means the cake is brown because it's burnt and but you and and so you respond by saying no babe the cake is brown now keep in mind in his mind he heard the exact same thing that he just said when in fact you're saying the cake is brown because it's chocolate the cake is not brown because it's burnt the cake is brown because it's chocolate so you two right now are uh, you're saying the same thing without saying the same thing like you're looking at the exact same thing but you're interpreting it in different ways and because you're interpreting it in different ways the communication you have to understand what each other means by the words that you say so you have to learn how to read between the lines of whatever your spouse is talking about you got to understand what you know what the the meaning behind their words is when they have when they speak in a certain tone or when they say a certain phrase things along those and you have to study your spouse in order for that to happen so nowadays 10 years later now whenever he says something where he he talks about him being upset or he may pop off at the mouth and say something crazy as hell and i just look at him i'll be like oh babe i'm sorry you you ain't had no sex in in three days i apologize Let's go ahead and go into bed and do what we got to do. Because I understand. Oh, because I understand that the reason the why you popping off. Hold up. Because I understand that the reason why you popping off is because you're horny. Sometimes it's how you express yourself. Or like if I, if I, if I get in my needy mode, you know, because every now and again I get needy and I get all huggy and kissy. I need you. You know, and <laughs> Oh, and that's what, and you oblige you oblige because you understand that's what I need you I know clock in for work you clock in for work bro call it what it is. you be putting in the long I, hours I clock in for work <laughs> yeah I be trying to play the game she be all up in the way like a cat in the heat <laughs> oh, it's going to clock in brother swipe swipe I punch that in. clock I'll tell you what, brother, you can put in that word. Go on. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the, the brown cake thing, otherwise known as the bump it, we'll see who's right in the end. That's, that's the, the worst of Right. Yeah, but it, I mean, it really does. It comes down to like sometimes you can sit there and go back and forth with the same thing, or you all can come to a conclusion being like, all right, we're just going to let actions play out and uh, we'll see who's right in the end based on that and then whoever it is gets to you know put the point on the board and hold on to it later because we looking at the same cake you could be like yeah that cake chocolate and then you serve it to someone and everyone else like nigga this cake burnt like a mother and then you looking at her like i told you it was burnt and she like oh see um <laughs> see what you see, that's what i thing. heard was that's the thing my husband cares about who's right and who's wrong i don't care nothing about who's right and who's wrong i don't like arguing I don't like See, arguing. I don't like arguing either, but I believe at some point in any kind of conversation, it has to come down to a clear understanding of, okay, this is the correct way and that one is the incorrect way. And <laughs> regardless of how you look at it, like, oh, right or wrong, mm-hmm. it still, it comes down to, like, say for instance, 
you go to the uh, the gas station mm-hmm. and you're looking at two pumps. Now, your ga- your car takes gas. One pump is gas and one is diesel. If we're mm-hmm. sitting there going back and forth about, well, both pumps pump fuel, we, you can put in, and you're saying you can put in either one. No, baby, you can only use one of them. You got to use this one. I don't see why, because I can do this, that, and the other. And it gets down to the point where I'm like, all right, and we'll, we will literally get to a point where we know we're not making no headway. We're going to be like, brown cake? Cool, brown cake. We're just going to see what happens. <laughs> if you put diesel in your car, and you go down the road five miles and your car running fine, you look at me like, see, I told you I could use either one. And then all of a sudden, it's and your car shut down. I'm looking at you like, I told you not to put diesel in. <laughs> okay, baby. You know, one way or another, if you have a conversation, mm-hmm. somebody going to yield to the other side. I'm not saying I got to be right or wrong, or you got to be right or wrong. It's just, mm-hmm. I like, I'm I'm a person of definiteness. I'm not a person of maybes or interpretations. I'm, I'm factual. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very rational. And logical mm-hmm. with what I with things that I say in the conversation, that's something that's played a, a very great role in this relationship because I'm not one that gets in the conversation and I get emotional and start getting irate and now I'm saying things that don't make sense. I'll be the one that's like, uh us putting diesel in this car is gonna shut the car down and we're gonna have to get it towed. And I'm not gonna be mad and be like, Well, you called me wrong and so it's like, look, this is what's gonna happen if we don't do it. And we'll see yeah. the consequences later. But you know, that's part of the whole brown cake method that we came up with. So use it if you like it. If you don't, you ain't got to. You know, it's, it's up to you. It doesn't necessarily work out the same for every couple and every relationship, which is what makes being in a relationship beautiful is because one thing can work for someone. It might not work for another. Mm-hmm. I know for my parents, two pieces of each other with a Popeye's biscuit worked. For us, <laughs> not so much. No, not at all. I don't, I don't believe in that. Now, by all mm-hmm. means, I'll run up on you and scare you. But uh, I, I reserve my Popeye's biscuits for the ones that I like to see choke. You are silly. All right, guys. Well, that was the topic for the evening. So like it, love it, leave it, whatever. <laughs> all right. Enjoy it, enjoy it. So we will see you all again on the next chapter in that podcast. Remember, come on by for all your marriage and life needs in general things that you want to hear let us know in the comments you know send us an email at modern it's m-o-d-e-r-n-g-a-d-i-t-e at gmail.com and mm-hmm. check out our few sponsors that we have for LOE Academy at and what's the website for that www.loeacademy.com that's www.loeacademy.com Dot com. All right, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.